intuitive eating for the culture, because we like our vegetables, just not unseasoned. With your host, Christina Johnson, a registered dietitian specializing in eating disorders, disordered eating, body image, and intuitive eating from a liberation lens. Today, I want to talk about getting in touch with your hunger cues. I want to talk about this because this is one of the most common things I see when I start working with someone. Christina, I have no idea when I'm hungry. Or, I know I'm hungry, but I know I'm hungry because I'm so hungry. If this is you, I got you. From my observations, I've noticed that the most common things that disconnect someone from their hunger cue are dieting or ignoring their hunger. This can be through active dieting, passive dieting, food rules, but this can also be through just from the act of being hungry and ignoring it, whether that's skipping meals or pushing back when you're going to eat because you're trying to get something done. All of those things can disconnect you from your hunger cues because essentially what you're doing is you're telling your body, hey, I see that you're sending me a signal. I'm not going to pay attention to it. The second thing that I see, and I don't, and I know that we don't talk about this enough, is food insecurity. Not having a consistent amount of food to eat over the course of time directly impacts someone's ability to A, know when they are hungry, and B, respond appropriately. Neurodivergence. We don't talk about our neurodivergent friends enough. Living with neurodivergence in any form or capacity can absolutely interrupt and impact the way that you a experience hunger in your body but then b respond to it whether that is executive functioning that makes it more difficult to respond to or your approach to food via like texture taste smell all those things those can absolutely impact the way that you nourish yourself and it's important that we talk about that medication Sometimes your medication that is helpful for you, important to to your well-being, vital to your functioning, can also make it more difficult to know that you're hungry. And finally, weight loss surgery. It is very common for someone who's had a history of weight loss surgery to not be able to determine when they are hungry. Doesn't mean that you shouldn't eat. So what are early signs of hunger? We know when someone is very hungry, but what is the sign of, I'm hungry, I could eat. Thoughts about food or thoughts about what sounds good to eat. Okay, so just imagine this, right? You're going through your day, you're doing your thing, whatever your daily routine is, is you find yourself just like, oh man, I just can't stop thinking about this food that I like to eat. And then you're trying to get back on task and then you find yourself thinking about that food again. Then you're trying to get back on task and you find yourself thinking about that food again. It's a pretty good sign that you're hungry. If you, there's a high likelihood that Once you nourish yourself, those thoughts about food are going to, they're going to quell back down and you're going to be able to go back to whatever it is that you need to work on. Decreased energy levels. Now, there's a lot of things that obviously could contribute to someone having lower energy levels, but if you notice that your energy starts to peter out uh, and you slept well overnight or it's not that long after you woke up, um, it's probably time to eat again. If you are feeling less task motivated, If you are working on something and you find yourself less interested in it, you find yourself picking your phone up or picking up your email, checking your email, trying to watch something, watching a video, whatever the case is, if you find yourself less able to focus on that task, or if you're like reading something and you find that you need to read it over and over again because you weren't quite paying attention and you were thinking about food, it's probably time to eat. If you experience sudden shifts in your mood and you're like, yo, where'd that come from? Maybe you're feeling more sad or agitated or anxious. And you're like, where'd that come from? Probably hungry. 
I think most people are aware that they're hungry when their blood glucose is really low, um, when they're feeling nauseous or lightheaded or headaches. That is a sign that you are very hungry and your blood sugar has dropped pretty low. I will say, if you are feeling nauseous and you're like, Christina, I'm nauseous. Why in the world would I eat? Because it's probably going to help that nausea go away. At that point, you are nauseous because you are hungry. It's time to eat. So how does someone get here? Why does someone get disconnected from their hunger cues? The number one reason that someone is disconnected from their hunger cues is a lack of trust. Maybe through messaging, which many of us have received, especially if you are socialized as a woman, is being told that your body can't be trusted in various ways. Having less food portion for you than someone else. Um, being told that you can't go back for seconds even though you're hungry. Again, that food insecurity, whatever it is, the constant messaging that your body cannot be trusted to tell you the appropriate amount of food to eat. Being shamed for eating more food or needing more food than someone else. All of those things contribute. Being told by others that they know better than you do how much food you need. This can come in the form of, oh, you need to finish your plate even though you're like, I'm full actually. And this is not the same as if you were in recovery and your professional tells you to finish your plate. That's a different story. But as children, being told that we need to finish our plate even though we're full. However it presented itself, someone else telling you that your body cannot be trusted and that they know better than you how much food you need absolutely is going to interrupt your trust with your body. It doesn't have to be that way. Secondly, neurodivergence. We're going to go back to our neurodivergent friends. There's a different experience of your person, a different experience of the world around you, and a different experience of the way that you acknowledge and understand and and interact with hunger. Maybe your hunger cues are different, and that's totally okay. Um, Especially if you are someone that hyper-focuses and then comes back and you know, finds that you're not hungry for most of the day and then you're ravenous at the end of the day or maybe you're neurodivergent and take medication and that also impacts what's happening for you. Um, If you, you know, struggle with textures and temperatures and colors and flavors and stuff, that is okay. That doesn't mean that you can't feed yourself. This doesn't mean you can't learn how to, to work with that and work around it. Knowing these things and providing yourself the additional support, so helpful, so beneficial. And thirdly, which has kind of come up previously, is medication. If you are on medication that's important, that's helpful for you to be the wonderful, lovely person that you are, that doesn't mean that you can't learn how to work with that and learn how to nourish yourself consistently and adequately over the course of the day. One of the things that I always teach people, I teach people all the time, is to set an alarm. Set an alarm on your phone. Set an alarm. Have it go off every three to four hours and check in with yourself. Am I thinking about food? Am I noticing my energy levels change? Am I noticing that my mood is changing? It's probably time to eat. Go get yourself something to eat. Have a snack. Have a meal. And check in with yourself at the end of the day. See, how do you feel? Do you feel the same as you always do? Do you feel different? Do you feel... If you feel different, what feels different? Are you noticing a difference in your energy levels, in your mood? Are you noticing a difference in the way that you experience your body or experience the world around you? It is okay to need an alarm it's okay it is okay to have an alarm to remind you hey it's time to eat that doesn't mean that you don't know how to take care of yourself that is a wonderful way 
of taking care of yourself, especially if you are someone that finds that you need that bit of external reminder. You are still taking the time to check in with yourself. I hope that you learned that your body can be trusted, that you can be trusted to learn your body and take care of it, and that it is okay to approach taking care of yourself in a different way if that's what you need. If you need that alarm, set that alarm. I encourage you to do it. I will help you set it. It is okay if you learning what it means for you to respond to your hunger and and get in touch with those hunger cues looks different than it does for other people. You are on your own journey learning how to take care of yourself. And that is okay. It is supposed to be unique. It is wonderful just like you. And with that, until next time, bye.